Well, here I am again. Doesn't seem that too many people are interested in hearing what I have to say from Wilson's Corner, so I think I'm going to change the name. You know, I was thinking about Jesus at the well. I think I'm going to change the name to Wilson's Well. That has more promise to it. Maybe Wilson's Corner makes you feel like you're cornered. Something which I never really have felt cornered. I've always managed to move pretty freely. So today on Father's Day, after listening to Stephen Furtick talk about Jacob's well and Jesus and the good Sumerian woman, It's Father's Day. And I was thinking about my father. My father was a very loving, giving man. He was a big man. 6'3", probably 220, 225. Had big, strong hands. He, He was an aircraft mechanic. As a matter of fact, he was a mechanical genius high school dropout. I don't even know if he ever graduated from junior high school, but he loved sports. He was an incredible athlete, could have played pro in any sport, baseball, basketball, football. Loved them all, played them all incredibly well. Ran like a deer, strong as an ox, but a gentleman. He was a gentleman. Good dancer, too, from what I understand. I was a pretty good dancer, too. Actually, that's how I started out my career, my first professional job. My dance instructor at the neighborhood playhouse came to me the last day of school. He said, go and see Bertrand Ross at Martha Graham's studio. I got you a job. <laughs> so I was dancing with Martha Graham's company for three weeks until I got my first movie with Robert Mitchum going home. Robert Mitchum, Jan Michael Vincent, Brenda Vaccaro. Wow. The trip. Bert Schneider, I think, directed that. I like Bert. Bert liked my work. Father's Day. I got five kids, one of them called me. I guess that's a little subpar, I, I can't, not what I really expected. I expected at least two of them to call me. But you know, sons and fathers. But my daughter, Teddy called me, Theodora, gift of God, and she is. Just had her third baby, beautiful little boy, Felix, Jr. Junior. I always wanted to be able to call a child Junior in my family. We never had any juniors. My dad was a junior. James Joseph John Wilson Jr. Buddy. That's what they called him. Buddy. There's a lot of J's to chew, I guess, when you were calling somebody by their name. But there he was. A sports nut 
dropout, mechanical genius, could fix anything but himself. I think I wrote that in the post. He once told me, you know, he ran off when he was 15 years old. He forged his father's signature on his enlistment papers and joined the Marines, became uh, a mechanic because of his mechanical ability. By the time he was 19 years old, even though they didn't even know he wasn't of age yet, he was a master sergeant, a top kick in the Marine Corps, Marine Air on Okinawa. Never talked about it much, but I remember finding his footlocker down in the basement of our home when we lived in Lake Ronkonkoma, Long Island. And he was running Long Island Airways, the mech shop there, working on mostly old World War II planes that guys had bought out of surplus and were flying around. Unfortunately, he told me the only thing that the service really taught him how to do besides swing a wrench was lift a bottle and light a cigarette. Maybe chase some skirts, which he, he was a good looking guy, so he didn't have too much trouble with that. But it caused problems. And he just couldn't keep from lifting that bottle. Eventually it would kill him, that and the cigarettes. He wandered off someplace when I was about 10 years old. I didn't see him again for 25 years. Maybe a little bit more. I'll never forget when I got the letter from him. (laughs) I did a television series with Ed Asner called The Bronx Zoo, about a high school in the Bronx. And one of the reasons I took the job was because I knew that he would see me after not being a part of my life and had had no idea where he was after uh, after my mother kind of drove him out, which she did. She just got tired of dealing with it. She didn't know how to deal with it otherwise. And he could just never find his way to the rooms, so I don't know, maybe, I don't think it was that he didn't care enough, I think it was that he just was too weak to to get there and stay there. But he was a good man, never raised a hand to any of us. I never, never saw him strike any of us kids. I don't care how crazy or wild we got. It just wasn't in him to do that, but boy, I'll tell you, he saw somebody bullying somebody or somebody tried to bully him. Man, oh man, he could swing. He sure could swing. So there I was, I took this TV series, The Bronx Zoo, and we shot the pilot, and we 
picked they picked up the series and we did the first few episodes and then we took a break in the summertime and I got a call from Paramount Studios said hey Dave, what do you want us to do with all this mail apparently they had bags they had bags of, uh, of fan mail written to me which to me was like inconceivable so one day I was living out in Playa del Rey at the time I was married again second time was it the second time or the third time? Third time, I guess. Yeah, it was. It was the third time I was married. And I said, well, send them out. Send, have them send the, the bags out here, you know. Oh, knock at the door one morning, one Saturday morning, and uh, they start bringing in these bags. They bring like five of these big bags of mail filled to the top, you know, like a full mail bag full of them and I uh, called up a bunch of friends and had them over we're gonna have a, I said we're gonna have a, a, a fan mail reading party <laughs> everybody thought I was nuts so we you know back in that day I was a little bit wild we torched up a little weed and we're sitting there smoking the chronic you know and I said, okay, I'm going to reach down in this bag and I'm going to open up the first one. And I'll, and then we'll, you know, everybody will grab one and we'll read them and we'll start answering them. So I reached down into the bottom of this bag and I pull out a letter. And I look at it, I said, this one comes from Shattuck's Landing in New York. And then I saw the name, Bud Wilson, and I saw the handwriting. It was my dad. The first piece of pan of fan mail that I pulled out of that bag was from my father, whom I hadn't seen in 25 years. Tell me there isn't a God. Tell me there isn't a God. And I will tell you, you know nothing. I read that note. He had seen me on TV, just like I said he would. He was standing in a bar in Albany. A friend has looked up and said, Hey, bud, that guy looks just like you, man. And he looked up and he said, That's my son, David. <laughs> and they laughed. They said, Yeah, sure, yeah, it is. And, sh you know, they rolled the credits at the end of the show. And all of a sudden... They got it. About a month later, I got a, rented a car and went up there to Albany and found him. It was quite, a, quite an event. I had stopped drinking myself, so there wasn't much of that. It went on, but I bought him around. He was still... Still drinking pretty heavy, still smoking. And at that time, dying of cancer, I didn't even realize it. He didn't tell me, didn't say anything. <sighs> what a day. And later I had him come out and spend some time on the set, reacquainted him with his family. His, he had a sister that was alive, lived down in Great Neck or in that area, Little Neck, I guess. And I, uh, I got reconnected with them too. 
and it lasted for a little while and then he still couldn't keep it together. You know, he, had, he stayed with me for a while at, a, at our place, at a townhouse out in Playa del Rey, out by the beach. One night he fell asleep with a cigarette and damn near burned the house down. I told him I couldn't have that, I had babies, I had my, my baby daughter in the house. My baby daughter, who saved my life when she was born. But that's the day I stopped drinking. God rest his soul. I know, Dad, I know you tried. You just didn't try enough. You just didn't do it. But I thank God every single day that I did. And it's because of you, buddy. I may not be the greatest father that ever lived. I may not even be in the top one billion, I don't know. I love my kids. I delivered all of them. I was there for their first cry, for their first laugh, for their first smile. I sang them their first song. I rocked them, changed them, fed them, and I still love them all. Had some major differences with their mothers. But that's say la guerre, you know what I'm saying? In any event, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Don't despair if your kids aren't really keeping track or touching base. You know? It's a strange world we live in. I have no bitterness. I have no anger or anxiety towards any of them. I love them all today, to this very moment. And will always, regardless of where they go, what they do, what they say. That's the way it is. That's the way it should be with a father. Unconditional love, just like our father gives us. Just like Jesus said we should love each other as he loved us. Love our Father above all. Honor them. Honor him. For he loves you. God bless you. I'm out.